Welcome to the very first episode of Arcade, Arcade Parlor. Parlor. We, we gotta do that again, guys. Ready? <laughs> okay, fine. Ready? Arcade, Arcade Parlor. Parlor. Alright, well, one, one of these days we'll get it. Okay, we'll get it. <laughs> uh, I am your host, Pancho Taco. I am also joined by my co-hosts here, Ashley Florida. Hello, guys. And Bleachy B. Hi, hi. What's up? Hello. How are you guys doing? Hanging in there, Pancho. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. Ashley. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I think a lot of people know you who are listening to this, but why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Thanks, Pancha. I would love to. I'm Ashley Florida. I currently reside in Rhode Island. I have two rescue dogs, Lucy and Daisy, who are my life. I'm a very fun insurance manager by day and a gamer by night. And I'm a big collector of vinyl and video game consoles. How many vinyls do you have? Right now, I'm skirting on 900 vinyls. But again, I, I do have my dad's vinyls from when he was a DJ in the 70s and 80s. So that makes up about okay. 400 of them. Do, do you store those at your place? I have all of them at my place right now. They take up most of the room in my apartment. Wow. <laughs> this this lore right here. We're, we're learning lore, baby. <laughs> and you, so you have 900 vinyls, but you only have like 10 DVDs. That's correct. I have, I think last time I counted, I have 17 DVDs and a couple of VHSs from back in the day. Man, I don't think 17 I... DVDs. Wow. How <laughs> impressive. I know. I, I know one time we went through guessing what movies you had i think that'd be another fun thing we should do one day we should definitely. i don't remember what they are but it's only what what 17 movies has ashley florida deemed uh movies to own worthy movies for <laughs> them to be one of the 17 on my shelf exactly uh bleachy hello how are you uh, i'm doing just fine just fine love to hear it why don't you tell us about yourself Okay, well, I'm, I'm probably not as interesting as Ashley Florida here or even Poncho Taco, but I'm still I'm still pretty cool. Okay, I'm 19 years old, which means I do have the most experience in the room. Definitely the most mature. Uh, I currently reside in Utah, kind of a cool place. Um, if you're like into outdoorsy things like that. Um, I don't know. I've been playing video games the majority of my life since since the womb almost maybe give, give or take six or seven years, you know. <laughs> it's a, it's it's been a, it's been a, it's been a fun ride. Right now, um, I've been doing a lot of streaming on Twitch.tv. I doubt any of you listening have heard of that, but it's a it's a nice side hobby of mine. Cool, that's awesome. How does one game from the womb? Uh, that's, <laughs> that, that's a new that's a new one. Okay, well, it's <laughs> you know it's kind of strange. It's you gotta get an adapter for the umbilical cord or something like that. It. <laughs> Doesn't really always line up correctly, but you know, I my mom was able to get it to work. Okay, we're we're already off to a weird start. <laughs> I like this. I like this. <laughs> Here, the uh, uh, that, that that is. I, I guess I was asking for it. Uh, okay, well, uh, I, I'm I'm Pancho Taco. I am a dad 
uh, well, I'm a husband foremost. How's that? And then a dad, secondly. Uh, I'll, I'll be the wholesome one right now, I guess. <laughs> uh, I also do a lot of streaming on Twitch. Uh, we'll get to that later, of course. Um, but I am, uh, I, I live in Michigan. All my life, I was born here. I was born like five miles from where I reside right now. I've only ever mm-hmm. lived like five miles from where I was born my entire life. <laughs> hometown uh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Hometown. Uh, so I, I live in Michigan. Uh, it's not a lot of, to do around where I live, though. I feel I feel like there is a lot, but I don't know. I, I just don't do it. I, I'd rather just sit at home and watch. I don't know. Cobra Kai or something like that. Talk about <laughs> You're so into being. Cobra Kai right now. Oh, dude, the, the new season just dropped. Dude, last night, I was up to like three in the morning watching Cobra Kai. It, it, it was so good. I, I, I like the new season. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like the new season. It's great. It's great. How many seasons do they have of that show? Uh, we're on season five now. Ooh. They actually, and they, they pump that show out fast. Like, they, they pump it out in less than a year you're getting a new season and they're all like the same quality in my opinion like it hasn't really dropped but you have to like the karate kid universe i guess to to enjoy it i saw the first one uh the first one the first one's classic not one of my dvds though so it's it's, so it's so you want it so it was not deemed a a a purchase from you not dvd worthy no (laughs) off the list All right. So we've gone around the room. We've all said hello and hello also to our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this brand new con, uh, podcast on the block, uh, arcade parlor, yeah. arcade parlor. You can find Ooh. us, uh, pretty much, uh, it, go to arcadeparlorcast.com right now, arcadeparlorcast.com. That will take you to a landing page that has all of our social medias, a discord invite, as well as a link to our podcast. Again, our podcast can be found on your favorite uh, platform of choice. Uh, And while you're there, drop us a five-star rating. Okay? Subscribe for free. This is a five-star podcast, as you can tell already. (laughs) Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Uh, So so one thing we also discussed here. Well, let's talk about Arcade Parlor for a second here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I had this vision to create a podcast, I don't know, almost like probably a year ago. It's something I've wanted to do for a while. Uh, never really pursued it. Never knew like, OK, you know, I, I had people in mind who might be a good co-host, but never reached out, never went anywhere with it. Um, didn't have any any full vision of it. Well, a couple, I don't know, maybe a month and a half ago or something like that. I started, I started putting way more thought into it again. I was like, okay, who would, who would be good? Who, who has the energy that I think to help carry a podcast? So then I had reached out to uh, bleachy and I was like, yo, I think you'd be a good fit for this podcast. Oh yeah. Uh, you, you have good energy, uh, energy we're looking for. And I, I think it would be, it'd uh, be good. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm one of the calmest people I know. I don't know what you're talking about where I'm, I'm trying to keep it chill at all times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I was like, okay, well, you know what? Let's say, let, let's also add some diversity. I don't want just a, a group full a, a room full of dudes, just talking, talking dude things. Okay. <laughs> uh, things. And, and then I was like, okay, let's, uh, let's see who else. And I was like, of course, Ashley, Ashley Floyd is the first person that came right into my mind. Your resident uh, lady. Ash- yes. 
<laughs> Resident <laughs> Ashley has been probably my longest Twitch friend of all time. I, I've no, I, I, I think honestly, I remember the first time I watched your stream actually was when it was like the weekend we got Kiwi, my cat. Really? Yeah, I remember watching you. And I was like, yeah. And you asked me, like, how, you know, how, how am I doing? I'm like, oh, good. I just got a cat. You know, just just this weekend got a cat. <laughs> so I, I remember that. Um, so I was like, of course, Ashley, Florida. We Everybody knows Ashley. Uh, talkative person. Very friendly person. Perfect fit for the podcast as well. You know, so when you asked me to be part of the podcast, I, I asked you why. And <laughs> although I kind of figured it was because you needed a girl. Um, I found it funny that you said, uh, that I could carry any conversation. I was like, okay, so I talk too much. Perfect mm-hmm. fit. It's, it, it's, it's not, it's not always a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> so again, thank you guys to be in here. Um, so this is the core team, me, Ashley and Bleachy here. Uh, I, so, and then we started brainstorming about ideas. We had some ideas. Um, I don't have them in front of me, some of the other ideas, but eventually we came to arcade parlor and the kind of the reason we came up with this idea was, you know, it, I think the main central thing that brings us all together is we all enjoy video games in some capacity. So we wanted something that was like a call out to video games, um, but also just a lounge, if you will, just like a cool place to hang out. Um, you know, it's with a video game atmosphere. So eventually one thing led to another and eventually it came up with the arcade parlor. So I looked up online. I was like, okay, nobody else has the name arcade parlor. This, this is what we're doing right here. I, I go look, flag. steal it, man. <laughs> yeah. I think the only, actually the only thing I found arcade parlor linked to was back like 15 years ago. There was a small virus called arcade parlor. Are you <laughs> that serious? That was going around on people's computers. Yeah. Like oh. 15 years ago, and then it was eliminated, and it's never been talked about since. Okay, I, I thought you were talking about the other kind of virus, and I was really confused why they would name a virus Arcade no. Parlor. <laughs> <laughs> Another pandemic like 15 years ago. Gamer virus? No, no, it was like it was like a computer virus of some sort called it. So if you Google Arcade Parlor, you will get that, but they're like 15-year-old articles. We're bringing it back. Um, yeah, we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. <laughs> we'll, 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 Google will index us higher one day i'm sure <laughs> one day but for <laughs> now day. try not to get a virus on your computer when you look us up yes try yeah don't don't only download from the rss feed please don't don't download from anywhere else um so th- that that's arcade parlor that's that's kind of how we got here uh how we got our name of course um and then i went one step further i said guys what if we made this a little more personal what if, uh, you know, people know us by our Twitch tags, but you know, I, I, at least in my opinion, if I'm listening to a podcast, I like to know people's names. Uh, Holy th- cow. That's just me. I feel like I can connect better, if that makes sense. <laughs> so I put out the question. I was like, what do you guys think about dropping names? And Ashley was vehemently against it. I was. She did not want to do it at all. She was like, no way. I'm not giving out my first name. <laughs> It made me almost feel like separated because I never really thought about having my personality um, encaptured in my Twitch handle. I just was like, okay, I'm Ashley. And at the time I lived in Florida, I was like, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) 
It, it makes perfect sense. I, I, I see other Twitch people all the time. You can blatantly tell, okay, they just put their first name followed by like six numbers or something. Like <laughs> I see that all the time from chatters. And, and nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Nice and creative. Yeah. So, of course, I waited for Bleachy's view. I, I was fine with that. I'm like, you know what? There are so many people out there that run big websites. I mean, the top Twitch stream, everybody knows their names in IRL. Mm-hmm. Um, even like smaller ones. I was like, who really cares, right? Who cares? Uh, so I put it out there. Everybody agreed. Let, let's go ahead and head this direction. So with that said, uh, Ashley, Florida, what is your what is your real name? Your first name? My real first name. Drum roll, please. Drummy. Is Ashley with two E's and <gasps> no Y. How Whoa. crazy. Incredibly <laughs> unique. Never you, would have guessed. I do get that question a lot, though. Is is that like a euphemism, or do you really spell your name that way? Um, which I that's that'd be a weird thing to just change one letter of your name for the internet. But no, my real name is actually <laughs> Ashley Florida. Just trying to evade those agents up there. It's like, okay, I know exactly which letter I need to change around. So they can't text <laughs> me. Exactly. Why? I mean, it, it is a, it is a unique spelling. I mean, it, I, I'm sure every time you have to say it, you have to spell it out, right? Oh, I still it, have. When you're talking on the phone. I have aunties. I'm 34 years old. I still have aunties and uncles who, on my birthday cards, spell it with a Y. So. That's, people that's how I know who truly loves you. It's true. Yes. And people come into my stream where you could clearly see the way I spell my name and still spell it with an EY. I'm thinking about making some kind of a bot that just um, auto times people out when they spell my name wrong. What do you think? Permaban. <laughs> I think that's the way to do it. <laughs> just permaban them. <laughs> I know I was the big name reveal everyone was waiting for. So I hope I didn't disappoint anyone. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners are thrilled. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bleachy. Ooh, Go ahead, oh, man. Buddy. It's finally come. It's come to this moment. So anyways, um, my, not, not that my you've ever doxed name, yourself on screen, on stream before. My birth name is actually Bleachy, um, <laughs> for those of you who don't. <laughs> but I was given I was given the nickname um, around, I don't know, like 12, 12 years into my into my lifespan of Jackson. My my actual not the real name, but the name that I go by is Jackson. A great name. <laughs> and and. It's it's just Jacks that you don't go by Jack or anything. I don't right? actually. Um, I, I was if, if you couldn't tell, I was kidding about the fact that my actual name is Bleachy. Uh, my parents <laughs> originally uh-huh. they gave me the name Jackson, but they wanted to call me Jack. But then nobody else would call me Jack. Just everybody would be like, "Oh, it's little baby Jackson." No, this guy's so it's such a baby Jackson. My parents are like, "Okay, well, we messed up on accident." So yeah, it's it's Jackson <laughs> through and through. All right. Well, Jackson, it's lovely to meet you. You too. Great to meet you, Jackson. I feel honored. Uh, I, I guess I guess that means it's my turn. Uh, me, in case you in case you guys forgot, Pancho Taco. Uh, my IRL birth name, my Christian name, if you will, <laughs> uh, is actually uh, David. Uh, I'm a I, yet another David Dave mario streamer i feel like there's a quite a few of them <laughs> at least i've heard people say there's quite a few of them yeah wait uh, who else is there 
Well, there, there's obviously DGR. I think the biggest one. I, uh, there, there's other one. I, I, I'm blinking out who there were. There, there's at least like one or two other ones that I know of, um, that kind of circle around there that I that I see come up periodically. And I'm totally blinking out. And they might even be in the SMW as well community. You go by Dave uh, IRL, right? IRL, I typically go by David, but I don't really care. People, you so usually my friends call me Dave. If that makes sense. Well, but really? everybody else is usually David. Like mm-hmm. professionally at work, I go by David. Um, my, I, yeah, my family, uh, just my dad calls me Dave. <laughs> everybody <laughs> else calls me David. I want to be your dad. <laughs> uh, so you guys, whatever, whatever you're more, whatever you guys want, I don't really care. Uh, I, I go by, well, in fact, actually most of my life, m- people called me by my brother's name. <laughs> most of my life he's 10 years older than me yeah. we went to the same like high school and everything and all the teachers they were all the same of course they would all call me by his name i don't understand how people do that but over 10 10, uh, 10 year difference and i'm still being called my brother's name i eventually just started responding to it i was just <laughs> like whatever that, that, that's my name now i guess <laughs> i i have to say i'm thankful for the bleachy bee because Jackson is so much more interesting of a name than David and Ashley. <laughs> Are you kidding yes. me? That's like the most common name on planet Jupiter. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's common with your age group, right? Yeah. That that's what it is. It wasn't common at all. It, it was an old time name, right? Jackson, old, and then it's coming back again. It came back again at some point. I'm an old timey <laughs> zoomer. That's what's going on. Yeah, that's what it is. So, David, did you have like a million other Davids in your classroom? Because my I was born in 1988 and I think Ashley was one of the most popular names. And there was always like five Ashleys in every class I ever had. I don't think I did. The only I don't think throughout my high school, I even knew another David. Maybe I might have known maybe back in elementary there was not in my class, but like in another grade or something like that. But I don't think in high school, actually, now that I think about it, I can't think of another one. Even with how common my name was (laughs) is. Yeah, I know plenty of Davids that are my age that I like went to high school with and went to elementary school with and whatever. But that's kind of odd. Maybe it didn't infect Michigan like it did other places of the world. (laughs) I don't know. What about I you, though, not. Jackson? Did you have any other Jacksons in your school? Dude, oh, my goodness. So many Jacksons. It, like, <laughs> I I just, I, every single day, I'd hear somebody, like, 50 feet away be like, yo, Jackson, and I just learned not to respond to it because every single time they're talking to somebody else. It's It was so frustrating. But then there'd always be that one time when somebody would say, yo, Jackson, and they would be talking to me. And it would make me feel so special. Like, oh, <laughs> Wow. It, it's me this time. This is amazing. You know, I do the same thing when someone says, Ashley, I never actually look because I'm just so used <laughs> to it not being me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Ashley is one of the most common names for women. Like one, it's got to be one of the most common ones. I agree with you. I've met so many Ashley's not a lot that spell it the same way as me. Um, but a lot of my close friends and family just call me Ash, which I'm totally cool with because I'm a big Pokemon fan. So. Oh, <laughs> Miss Ketchum. Miss Ketchum. Can, can I just can I just say it's weird saying your own name out loud? 
I like I like because oh, yeah. I, I never say my name out loud. It's it's weird to say my own name out loud. For sure. Well, I've been. Streaming. I mean, you say your name all the time, though, Ashley. I do. I say I say Ashley Florida all the time. I've been streaming for mm-hmm. two and a half years now, so I think it was probably really weird for me in the beginning, but not so much now. But it is really weird to call you both David and Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. Is like I've called myself bleachy like not only just on like twitch but also just in other just friend circles and whatsoever just growing up for the past few years so that's kind of the name that the the second name that i've had that's like even grown more outside of a nickname so reverting to jackson especially here in just a podcast setting is kind of it's gonna take some getting used to i don't know about this yeah it's it's weird so i i think i've heard you talk about it before but where did bleachy come from and what is the B? Yeah. I'm not going to reveal the B. The B does stand okay. for something. That's not That's not happening. It's not happening anytime soon. <laughs> Bleachy, though. Bleachy, though. I'll, t- I'll talk about that. I think it was, in, it was in seventh grade. I was in a science class. And we were just doing some lab. We were doing some experiment. One of my super tall friends just goes over, picks up a bottle of bleach. And he's like, hey, dude, I found your hair product. Ha <laughs> ha, that's so funny. <laughs> Everybody in the class is like, oh, my gosh, what a cool joke. Because this guy has, like, blonde hair. And he held up a bleach bottle. And, it, yeah, bleachy just stuck for forever and ever. I don't, I don't know why. But there it is. <laughs> you do have very, very blonde, probably the blondest hair I have ever yeah. seen IRL. It definitely is. I used to I used to try and convince people that like I actually did bleach my hair and they'd be like, no, wait, no, sh- sh- show me the roots of your hair. And I just show them and be like, nah, I, d- I do it really well. I've just done it my entire life. I do it really well. This is this. This ain't natural. This is this is just straight bleach. I, I convince some people. So what about you, Poncho Taco? Uh, Where did Poncho Taco I, come from? My name came from high school as well um Ooh. it was uh something uh in my english class my teacher would like every once a week we had journal entries to do i think our senior year or something like that and there would always be a topic of discussion like, or like a topic that we had to do every friday or something like that in our journals and we'd do a one-page journal on it at the beginning of class for like 15 minutes we'd all work on it you know a little notebook or like half page at least like at least like six sentences or something like that and my friend it was something like writing a poem or something, but instead he like wrote some weird rapish type thing about a dude wearing a poncho and putting tacos in it. <laughs> um, wow. And that the idea just it, it just stuck with me <laughs> years later when I made a username somewhere. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know why that stuck with me. It's infatuated by the idea of poncho man with tacos in it. That's. <laughs> Yes. It's amazing. That's so that's touching. You didn't even come up with Pancho Taco. You stole it from someone in high school. The, the idea was implanted <laughs> <laughs> via somebody else. <laughs> so that that that's where my name comes from. Um What an origin. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's 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 a great origin, I think. No, I like the name for sure. <laughs> it it and it flows off the tongue nice and well. Pancho Taco. That's right. Pancho Taco. Uh, okay, so we, we've gotten the big thing out of the way. I know we wanted to uh, make it the, the podcast a little bit more personal for those who are listening. So now they have our names. 
uh, and I guess they can call us that name if they re- if they really want. I don't know. Um, so that, that that's Arcade Parlor. Uh, this this project we've been uh, we've been discussing the three of us for the past few a uh, few weeks, probably, probably a little north of a month now. Yeah, uh, we've been discussing it in, in talks about it. Uh, one other thing, though, uh, what I would like to open up. Uh, obviously month to month depending on if it works out is to have a guest from the community we talked about it in the trailer just for a moment uh, a fourth rotating chair if if you will um somebody who could come in and you know sit that seat we uh, who'd be willing to you know open up about themselves and we can ask questions you know just see how they are you know how they fit in with the community and everything and i know we have a lot of people who watch us fellow streamers or just people who are in chat stuff like that uh that would be i i, I bet more than uh more than available to do something like that and, and just have a good time here on the podcast with us as well uh so i'm hoping that uh next month we can have our first person i'm uh, starting to put some thought into that who our first person would be for that so hopefully next month we'll have our fourth rotating chair and then going forward we can kind of continue that would you be uh, speaking of would you be no, willing ahead. to uh, hear from the community on who they might want to see and hear on Arcade Parlor? Yep, exactly. 100%. And don't say, like, politicians uh, or anything. That's actually, like, be part of the community. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to have, like, uh, President Joe Biden come on here. And we're going we're gonna to ask him, you know, what, what do you think of... Uh, Someone who eats toilet paper. (laughs) Do we know anyone like that? (laughs) The current state of America is in the hands of this man. (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Speaking of which, uh, since since we're talking about the community, I was going to talk about this later, but let's talk about it right now. Arca- uh, we, we talked about just a little bit ago, ArcadeParlorCast.com. You can go there. You can find a landing page. It'll take you uh, to an invite into our Discord, as well as a social media link to all of our platforms and uh, and our, uh, the link directly to our RSS feed. Uh, also, we have opened up an email. If you guys want a topic of discussion for us to talk about, or you just have a general question for us, and you would like us to answer that uh, live on a podcast... You can send an email to email at arcadeparlorcast.com. That's email at arcadeparlorcast.com. Send it there. We'll read through it, and you might be featured on one of our future podcasts. Wow. Uh, in addition to an email, if you would like to do leave something uh, a little more grandiose than an email, we have opened up a phone number that you can call in and leave a voicemail for us. That phone number is 402-915-1082. Again, that's 402-915-1082. Call in. It'll take you directly to voicemail. Leave a voicemail. We'll get it, and we'll play the voicemail on stream, and then we will discuss whatever is brought up on that voicemail. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I think that'll be a fun feature. Fun way to get people involved if they want. I know quite a few of our viewers who I think would not be shy to call in and leave us a fun voicemail of questions or topics to discuss. And who knows? Maybe we'll maybe we'll open something up for a live one someday. We'll see. We'll see. That that's down the line. Maybe, maybe we'll do something like that. 
that could get chaotic pretty fast, which I am always down for. <laughs> yes, always, always down for. It's just, um, it's great how diverse our community is too. I think it would be such an awesome feature to to hear from everyone that we get to interact with on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I, I think it'll be, I, I think it'll be just a great way to bring everybody even closer in the community. I think I think it'd be awesome to hear from hear hear from people in that in that way. Okay, so I, I think we've established what arcade parlor is. There's there's a couple other groundwork I think would make sense for this, but let's get to that maybe a little bit later here. A little bit more groundwork just for establishing the podcast. But let's get a let, let's just talk about games for a minute if you guys want. Yo, I love games. Um, I'm a big fan. Dude, ga- ga- games, games are great. <laughs> game, game, they are game gaming is back is what they're saying these days it's back oh for sure in a big way yeah what what, what are you guys playing are you, I, I obviously we're all on we're on twitch right we're on twitch uh a lot of us we you know we we got our we we found each other through like mario maker essentially right we, we, that's where our main base was um and then we're also playing other games periodically some variety stuff as well but off off stream are you guys playing anything like ever or or do you guys mostly do all your video games on stream I feel like I personally hear a lot of streamers that say they don't really game off stream mm-hmm. they really just do the bulk of their gaming on Twitch with other people turn the camera on as soon as they want to play a game uh not the case for me at least I am currently doing my fourth 100% playthrough of The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, mostly off stream. Wow. <laughs> and and by 100%, that's what, all 900? Is it 900 Korok seeds? It is 900 Korok seed puzzles. So if I'm doing the math right, what is that? If between four playthroughs that are 100%, it'll be... 3600 Koroks that I've done in that game. Wow. Hundreds and hundreds of hours. So, I'm a big Zelda fan. Anyway, I've played Are every Are you sure single... about that? I don't think you're that big of a Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> I've played every console Zelda game there is, beat all of them but one. So, I What's just the love one you the haven't game. Beat? The one I haven't beat is uh the first Hyrule Warriors. Oh. I just mm. got bored. Yeah, that's I, I'll, I'll forgive you on that. <laughs> I'll forgive you as someone who has not beaten all the Zelda games, I guess. <laughs> it was a tough one to get through and I just couldn't do it. But I've put hundreds, if not thousands of hours into Breath of the Wilds because I enjoy it so much. It was so different from the other ones and such an open world concept that that's what I'm doing in my free time. You just get lost in the game so beautiful and it's just it's so fun you can just do whatever you want whenever you want so that's what i'm currently playing off of twitch.tv honestly i'd love breath of the wild too that's (laughs) that's it's such a good game there's i i still remember like the first time i played it like when i saw the trailers for and whatever i had some friends were like oh my goodness this is gonna be an amazing game and i'm like "Eh, it's zelda who cares and then (laughs) My friend is like, hey, you want you want to play the intro just on my Switch? I'm like, oh, sure, whatever. I'll try it out. Instantly hooked. Just, oh, it's so beautiful, so crisp. You, you said it perfectly, Ashley. It's unlike anything that the gaming industry has ever seen. It's it's already impacted the gaming industry so much. I just, it's it's such a good game. And, of course, it has its flaws and whatever, but I'm willing to look past them most of the time. It's 
it's wonderful totally recommend if you haven't played it yeah i I was just looking it up that game came out five and a half years ago you believe that that's crazy and when the game came when they first announced breath of the wild i instantly pre-ordered the game and then the game got delayed so many times that it didn't come out for five years and then they announced Breath of the Wild 2, and it's looking like it's going to be the same exact thing. Another five-year gap Don't between the that. two games. I know, it's tough to hear, but hopefully it's as amazing and innovative yeah. as the first one was and worth the wait. I wonder, because this this was a launch title for Switch, if I remember right, right? It, yeah. it launched, or like maybe it was right behind the corner? I, I can't remember. It was right uh, after the launch of it switch. was right after mm-hmm. okay they still get put it um, out for wii u and for switch because i had it pre-ordered for the wii u right and and you switched that or you changed your pre-order to switch or do you did you get the wii u version i was so angry at nintendo because i bought the zelda version of the wii u just for breath of the wild um and i waited years and then by that time they had the new system out so i kept my order on the wii u uh, and then I got a Switch the next Christmas and Breath of the Wild. So I did my first playthrough on Wii U. I still have that file. And the other three have been Switch playthroughs. Hmm. I only... Yeah, I, I got it on... So I, I didn't get the Switch day one. Because uh, I mean, if you didn't pre-order it, you weren't getting it anywhere. <laughs> so eventually I got it. And the only way to get a Switch with indecent timing was, of course, to get a bundle or something like right. that. Um, and luckily the bundle had like two controllers, something that I obviously I want with a Nintendo console, especially you want two controllers, I feel like. Um, it came with like Zelda and then I think whatever the Bomberman was at the time. I was like, well, Bomberman, I had, I had a lot of good times with Bomberman back in the day. I'll, I'll pick it up. I never played it. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it came with that. And I was like, OK, I don't feel as bad buying this. It came with at least, you know, Zelda, two two sets of Joy-Cons. Uh, I think it maybe even came with a pro controller or something. I was like, OK, these are all things I was going to buy eventually. Um, this is this is all I didn't feel too bad about going that way with it. We love a good bundle pack. Yeah. A good bundle pack is great. What about you, Bleach? You playing anything? I am. Unlike actually, most of my gaming is done on stream. I don't think I have the one hundred percent content mind, but a lot of a lot of the time, I'm like, yeah, if I'm if I'm gonna be playing something, I might as well have some viewers tagging along, watching me while I play it. Um, that being said, I have jumped, or at least dipped my toes back into Elden Ring as of recent. Really. Uh, I played the game for like a good week or so when it first came out and then it got really hard and then I had finals. Uh, it was finals week. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to shelf this for a little bit. And I've only just come back to uh, revisiting it and just, I started over from the very beginning um, and it's, it's a good game for sure. I think I haven't got to the end of the game, which a lot of people have concerns about just saying it's too difficult, which is pretty crazy for the, bar that they've already set for difficulty in those kind of games but i'm yeah that's what i've been playing right now uh a little bit of elden ring just from the very beginning it's a good experience so, so i've never played elden ring uh but i've heard when you do come up against those walls people the, the way that they i guess they de- they've designed the game is when you do come up against those walls where you just you just can't beat it apparently you just go off and come back later and you can beat it like easily 
Yeah, that's the way they designed that game. That's what's so nice about that game is like so much of it is centered around exploration and there's just such a gigantic world to explore and there's just so many different kind of enemies that you can defeat and so many different areas that you can encounter. So if you do come against a wall, yeah, you can just goof off for a few hours or something like that, come back and boom, you're 10 levels higher and you're able to easily beat a boss using only your skill and all of the intellect you have. I, I was I was listening to somebody they were talking about Elden Ring um, and they were like, the, even though that's true, you, you're over you like you come back and you can suddenly one shot enemies, for example. The threat is still there, though, like they can totally mess you up if if you if you make one mistake, though, which is which is still a cool dynamic. You come back overpowered, but you still have that reality that these guys could just whoop you in like one hit. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you're dead. Um like uh, I, the person I was listening to, they were they were talking like, yeah, I came back to this area. Uh, I was on horseback and I was just mowing down everybody. But he's like the moment that I got thrown off that horse, though, I was like dead in an instant. <laughs> <laughs> the horse is nice in that game for sure. Yeah, it, it looks cool. Uh, I haven't played it. I don't know if I will. The, the from games don't. I don't have the time to dedicate to from games. How's that? To to get good. I don't have that time anymore. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I tried yeah. my hand at Elden Ring uh, a little bit. I don't know if you guys remember were there for that time in my life. Yes. So, you know, I played uh I first played Dark Souls during my 24-hour stream that I did a little over a year ago just because it was so highly requested and it was kind of a goof. So, when Elden Ring came out, I got the game for no reason. And I have to say, as somebody that really didn't dabble in any of the Dark Souls games, I really just found the game so beautiful. I like almost had as much fun playing the game as I did exploring because I just was taken aback by how gorgeous the whole landscape and world was and even the enemies that you fight. Yeah, the, yeah for- attention to detail in that game is pretty astounding. Like, and just the amount of thought that is put into the actual world creation and just the different things that you could try and nitpick is, it's on a different level for sure. And I've, I, I, I hate the comparison of saying, oh, this is the new this type of game, right? And the, the comparison's always like, oh, this is like the dark souls of this genre, right? <laughs> but I, I, I have heard people say they haven't had this type of amazement with the game since breath of the wild when elden ring came out they they were like this is breath of the wild vibes of exploration it's i think it's from what i understand it's it's way bigger than breath of the wild and more detailed which i mean would make sense after you know additional more you know as technology advances and stuff like that but i've heard that people said they haven't had this amazement with a video game since breath of the wild it gave Um, me those vibes too it gave me the same vibes when i started playing the game i just i felt the same way i felt when I first played Breath of the Wild, that total ast- astonishment with the game environment, you just get so engrossed in it. So as someone mm-hmm. who's a gigantic Breath of the Wild fan, I felt the exact same way during my playthrough. That's really cool. Um, what have I been playing? Um, offline? I've actually been doing like kind of like more passive games, if you will. Really? Uh, like if, if I'm watching a stream at night, I might play a game like Peglin oh, in yeah. the background, which uh, it, it's like a roguelike game, but it's also just playing. Uh, 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 what, what are those games? Like a like a Peggle Pachinko. Yeah, Peggle Pachinko machine type thing, but it's kind of roguelike based. 
Uh, it's it's really cool. You, you get like these. You get like different, like uh, I don't know, elemental ball or something like that each time. And it, some of them are just rock. Some have flames or something like that. And you you just kind of drop it where you want, and it falls down like a little pachinko machine. And you're trying to knock out certain. Uh, no, no, no. As many times as it's hitting things, you're gaining additional hit points. And then at the top of the screen, you have monsters on the right hand that are slowly progressing towards you. And then after time, every time your your ball finally makes it down to the bottom, that kind of determines how much damage you do by the time it gets to the bottom, like how many obstacles it's hitting on the way down there. And uh, after each turn, those monsters slowly get closer to you. So it's it's just a passive. I mean, it's it's a lot of luck based, just something that you can just kind of turn your brain off and just play. But it's fun to do if you're like watching a stream watching a video on the side or something like that. I, I, I really like it. There's yeah, not sure. like a lot of um, user action or thought that really goes into playing a game like that. There's, there's only some, I mean, I, I've, if I remember right, you always throw at the same strength, um, but you have to, but you, but you're all the way in the left. So you have to figure out how to arc your shots and stuff like that to try to, to manipulate the ball, to go down the right direction you want. Okay. But again, it's, 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 it's still a pachinko thing and there's bombs mixed in there so that if you hit a bomb, it could just launch you to the complete other side that what you were wanting to do. But sometimes you want the bombs cause they give you additional damage and stuff like that. So it, there is some strategy behind it. I think I've seen you play stuff like that. Bleachy. Am I right? Yeah. I played Peglin on my stream. I, it was a while ago, but I really I do enjoy released, games like yeah. that that are more passive, that are kind of like, I guess, based around just being a turn-based game and you're always playing against AI, so you never feel incredibly rushed or like you have to do anything. So right. it might require a little bit more mental energy than Peglin or something like that, but you can just take it at your own pace, take it at your own time. You can have it on in the background or have something else on in the background. Those are always fun to sink your teeth into and... I think Peglin is a good choice for a game like that just because it is unique. It's combining two different types of games together that just haven't been combined together before. Mm -hmm. And the roguelike element to it is great because your runs are different every time. Every time you play it, you get different uh, of like the, the, the rocks that you throw and stuff like that. It's always different every single time. Uh, and then the random enemy generation stuff that I, I just like the roguelike genre. It's great for quick runs, typically. Uh, and some, some are designed to be longer. Of course, one, one that comes to mind is uh returnal that they put out on PlayStation five. Uh, it's a roguelike, but you're, you're going to be playing minimum like two hours per run. If, if you're, if wow. you have a decent run. Yeah. So, which is, in my opinion, I, I think that they did finally patch in a pause option, which they did not have before. <laughs> wow. Or like a, a resume type thing. But it used to be, it, it, they, but they initially made it kind of like what Dark Souls or Demon Souls had done in the, the initial one where you can't pause in this game. Uh, that, that's, a, that's like a staple thing of the Souls genres that you cannot pause, right? Right. You hit start, you have your menu, but the game is still playing. Right. And you're getting attacked. So they introduced that into their. I think eventually they did put a patch where because people really wanted it because the runs were so long for a roguelike. Eventually they gave in and said, "Okay, you can pause and step away." <laughs> but it, it was it was like a two hour thing. That that that's what kind of made me stop playing it initially. But I've kind of want to pick it back up again. For sure. I um, mean, when it comes to a game, if I have to get, dedicate 
two hours of my time to it, I'm probably not playing that game. Like, I'm willing to play it for two hours, like, if it comes to it, you know, but I don't ever want to sit down and be like, okay, I'm playing one singular run for the next two hours. Um, mm-hmm. I think League of Legends is a game that comes to mind that's kind of similar to this, where I can, I totally see how it's as popular as it is, and I totally see how it's as successful as it is, but it's really, it, I, I just cannot get into a game like that because a game, it's, it's a game where I have to be thinking and on my feet for a minimum of an hour at a time. And I just, there's, there's very few times in my day where I actually feel like I could dedicate that amount of time to it, you know, and without wanting like, to pull away for a bit. I feel like you actually sometimes really do end up spending that amount of time with a game, but to have the expectation of it, I feel like it's mentally exhausting before you even start. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, I I agree. It's that that that's one <clears throat> reason outside of Returnal, I guess. One reason why roguelikes really work for me, uh, especially being you know a dad who could have to step away at any minute for whatever reason. Uh, a dad to a very to a toddler, um, roguelikes are very good for me right now. When I when I when I when I'm not dedicating time to like playing on stream or something like that. The, the, that's typically the best fit for me right now. Yeah. Or or something like I don't know, like maybe like a Mario game, so, something easy where it's like the levels are short. You know, yeah. a level typically takes you like three minutes, maybe at the most, or something sure. like that. Um, off offline or at, at night, obviously, I have more time to do stuff like that. But um, that type of genre typically works better for me. Um, can I? talk about how cool i've talked about it before and it's it's almost a joke because i talk about it so much can i talk about how cool the mister is <laughs> yes that I have? please please because i'm Honestly, i'm getting one because of you are you yes this thing is this thing this thing is so cool uh if anybody if there's any listeners who have not heard me t- just rave about this mister I'm unhooking it right now because this thing is sick. Um, it literally looks like, I mean, I don't have a case because supply is so low right now. Uh, I think they're supposed to be getting cases in October that I'm going to purchase from them. But it, it literally just looks like, I don't know, a mini computer right now. It's unshelled. Uh, I have my USB stuff sticking out of there, my, my Wi-Fi and stuff. But... If anybody's not familiar with the Mister, basically what it's doing is uh, it's taking what you know as an emulator, like uh, on your computer. If you download like BSNES, uh, RetroArch, I think is probably the closest mm-hmm. example to this. Like RetroArch is a wrapper of many uh, emulators. Yeah. Uh, but emulating on your PC is different than this. When you emulate on your PC, you're getting software emulation, which you lose some accuracy with. But when you have this mister, it's based off of FPGA technology is what they call it. I don't remember what that stands for, but FPGA technology. And it's it's actually emulating the hardware. Uh, so, so it's like at an electrical level, it's doing emulation. It brings accuracy as close as possible to actually having legit hardware. It's not 100%. That's almost impossible to replicate, but it's always getting improved. It's, it's extreme... One example similar, if you've ever heard of the Super NT, yes, uh, made by Analog, they came out with basically a thing like this. It's 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 but it's only for Super Nintendo, 
unless you mod it. There might be it might be able to open up more to that. But it's doing FPGA technology, but it's kind of like a plug and play solution. Uh, this Mister is definitely not plug and play. You got to buy all the parts individually, assemble it, install the software, run scripts on it to get it up and running. But it'll emulate literally ever like anything older than a PlayStation One. We're talking like even like Apple II computers. It, it'll emulate all that type of stuff, which is really sick. Um, so I've been I've been playing a lot of this on stream lately, just going back in retro stuff, and I'm absolutely loving this thing. Uh, it's not cheap by any means. It's it, it'll run you almost four hundred bucks for it to build it uh, with current cost of hardware and stuff. But this thing is awesome. I, I absolutely love this thing. And I have like the entire Genesis library, Super Nintendo, NES, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advanced, and then some PlayStation 1 games on there too. Uh, and it runs all of them beautifully. It's great. I love this thing. So David, on mm-hmm. the Mister, for people who aren't as techno- technologically sound as you, um, in layman's terms, it really just means that you're going to get less lag than you would if mm-hmm. you were emulating something um, on a software program such as a RetroArch, which is what I used to use. Right. Yep. And uh, there is a little bit. I mean, you, you do have the digital conversion to HDMI, which can introduce some lag, but this this compensates for it pretty well. This thing, if you really want this to be as accurate as possible, you're going to hook it up to a CRT and use like an analog uh, video. And then you're going to get basically what you would get out of actually hooking up a Super Nintendo. Uh, it'd gotcha. be near impossible to tell the difference from an eye or just the feeling. Uh, and, and it's also one of those things that like you play emulators and they, 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 they emulators are great. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're great to run on your computer. But the second you play with this, you notice the difference immediately. Like it's so small, but it's like this just works. I don't know. It, it's really cool really cool to see um so i like this thing this is clear this is probably the coolest piece of tech i have in my house right now and you put a lot yeah. into it too Mm-hmm. yeah a lot of research it, it's it's pretty easy to set up there's there's like some scripts you just put on there and you run it and it downloads everything for you and installs all the different cores and stuff like that uh but it, this thing is really cool if anybody is interested they can always reach out to me or something like that or, or e- you know email Email at arcadeparlorcast.com, okay? <laughs> For sure. I'll, I'll automate a response that has all the links of what you need to buy. How's that? All of you your Mr. Needs. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Any other any other gaming things? Anything else you guys are playing that you want to talk about? Off stream? Off stream, on stream, I don't care. Whatever you want. Well, I just what, want what, to mention... What games you playing? That just... I just recently just jumped back into emulators. Like, I'm... Just playing a few games on stream and yeah that that lag thing very real like i don't even <laughs> have to own a mister to know that like i'm experiencing a little bit of lag just a, a, not too much to not make it fun but enough for it's a bit be noticeable so there's definitely mm-hmm. a, a pretty big reason to get a mister it's cool and, and the only reason i went i was originally looking for a super nt but analog only makes a batch like once a year these days uh, probably around the holidays. And if you can get one, I mean, I assume they're going to go out quick. Uh, so, and I, and I was looking, well, like, okay, what are these costs used? And the super NT is used uh, uh, on eBay. They run about the same price as me just building one of these. So, so I was like, okay, well, let me just build a, a mister and I can do so much more with it with, with all the other cores, like Sega Genesis and all that stuff like that. Um, so I was like, if I'm going to be spending that type of money, I might as well make something 
that I can do way more with. And I personally have to say, I'm very much enjoying the retro content on your stream, uh, Poncho Taco, with the Mr. And it's just, I feel like it opens up such an amazing world of like so many different things that you can do. And I'm seeing you play games that I played as a four and five year old for the first time ever that I've been playing for almost 30 years and you're doing first playthroughs and even uh bleachy right now you're playing uh majora's mask and i think i i think that game came out when i was 12 so it's really cool to see people's first reactions and gameplay to games that you know we didn't have google or anything to or the walkthroughs or anything when i was a kid Mm -hmm. so you were figuring stuff out for a decade before you beat these games and i watched poncho taco beat uh, Disney's The Lion King for Sega Genesis, a game that took me 18 years to beat, and you beat it in a couple of streams. That was that that game was an adventure. That Lion King <laughs> playthrough, I, my goodness, that looked hard, man. <laughs> it, well, the, the thing was, is that like, so this was also a day where like they didn't put your they didn't detail all the controls in the game. Like today you can go in and you can look up like all your move sets, right? In basically any game. Apparently this, this was put out back in the day when they put all your move sets in the manual. So you had to have the manual, which luckily somebody in the community sent it to me. It was like, Hey, here's the manual. And I looked it up. <laughs> I was like, Oh, so I can do this in this game. How, right. how was I? It's like, it's like push these three buttons together or something like that. And, and you can now do this. I was like, how was I supposed to know that? Um, and then the final boss was something else trying just even having to know what to do there. <laughs> you just had to know ahead of time. It's a totally different game mechanic that they don't show you in the entire game. Mm-hmm. And they just expect you to figure out uh, a combo of like three different buttons that you have to push just for the one boss with absolutely mm-hmm. no context. <laughs> and that I... makes it so good. <laughs> <laughs> the content. Uh, no, I, 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 I did enjoy it though. Um, I, I liked my playthrough of it overall. It was, it was a fun game. And, and I like those older games, the, the, uh, uh, the level of detail they put into the animations and stuff like that. Like, it's awesome. Like how animated Simba was, uh, as well as the other, uh, animals as well. Like they, there's a cool level of detail that they put into those older games that, I mean, I know now, nowadays games are way more detailed, obviously, but back then what they were able to put on the super nintendo like that i think that's pretty cool or the genesis also always impresses me Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um there was one thing i was going to talk about too when we were and i just came back to mind about elden ring and breath of the wild one coincidence i want to bring up uh i assume you guys have heard of the horizon games horizon zero dawn yes. and what is the new one they just came out earlier this year forbidden west right yeah is that, is that it okay something like that both times that game came out a week later a way more massive game came out and everybody <laughs> forgot about it like so true. horizon zero dawn came out one week later breath of the wild came out and nobody remembered zero dawn anymore and then the same exact thing, like five years later, it happens. They release Forbidden West, and then Elden Ring comes out one week later, and everybody wow. forgets about it. <laughs> like I, I feel bad. I, those games are good, from what I understand. I, I could the first one did not click with me at all. I couldn't stand it at all. But I can appreciate the art and what the game is, and then I know a lot of people like it. But it just, I thought it was kind of funny that they released 
their two huge games and then they get blown out of the water a week later by some other release. Like the exact same story <laughs> two I mean, times in a row. Think about how many millions of dollars that that game lost strictly because of when the game came out. Like if it would have been released even a month earlier, there could have been so many more sales. The IP could have been just that much stronger amongst fans. It's it's kind of sad, but at the same time, yeah, pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's like and even just think about like the live aspect of it on like Twitch or something like that. As soon as Elden Ring came out, like everybody dropped literally everything to play it. Like, oh, yeah. Elden Ring was what was the biggest for uh, probably weeks. I think it was like even beating like Fortnite and stuff like that for a long time because it was such a massive release. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I'm sure I, I wasn't watching Twitch much when Breath of the Wild came out, but I'm sure it was probably similar then. Everybody dropped everything to play Breath of the Wild, but that was that was pre my time coming on really spending time watching people on twitch yeah but I, it, it just something that came to mind that i thought was really funny i mean the games just <laughs> got buried about. by two of the biggest releases that we've seen in the last the last part of the greater five years oh yeah for yep. sure yeah uh so i i guess indirectly we've kind of talked about what i've been playing on stream just a lot of retro stuff uh right now i'm trying to 100 percent yoshi's island which I've never 100%ed before, so I'm looking forward to playing that some more. I, I've beaten the game many times, but I've never gone for 100%. Uh, and it's been over at least a decade since I last played it. So there's a lot of it that's coming back to me. And I'm like, oh, I, dude, I remember this part. This part's awesome. So I, I, I really like that game a lot. Uh, so that's what I'm playing right now, at least on stream. I'm having a lot of fun watching you play that game, too, because I it's one of my gaming sins that I never played Yoshi's Island and I've played mm -hmm. a lot of the older Mario games for sure they were the first game I ever beat in my life was Super Mario Brothers 3 so to see Yoshi's Island for the first time in your playthrough uh Poncho Taco I'm realizing how much that game influenced future Mario games especially Paper Mario it's a big game that I played a lot and I see so many of the enemies and different versions of the songs from Yoshi's Island in that game and other Mario titles since. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I I haven't seen that myself. I think I I only played this. I played Paper Mario 2, The Thousand Year Door, and then what was the other one? Super Paper Mario. Yes. The one that was more platformy. Right. Uh, so I, I, didn't, I didn't get it from the first one, but that, that that's really cool to hear. Um, I, I still stand by that I think Yoshi's Island is the best looking Super Nintendo game. There's just so much cool detail and animations going on. I, I personally think it's the most, the prettiest on my eyes to look at. Uh, just a really good game. You play it, Jackson? No, I haven't played that. That's definitely one that I've heard is really good. And I've just like whenever I've like looked at like some of the top 50 best video games of all time that always makes the list. And I'm like, maybe I should try this out sometime, but I nev I've never gotten around to it. But that in would be a good one for emulator because it doesn't require like the precision and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. I I would recommend it for emulator. Uh, technically, I think the G Game Boy Advance version is the best version of that game because it comes like a little bit more widescreen, if you will, mm. uh, where Super Nintendo does. That. I'm playing on the Super Nintendo version uh, right now, but I think the GBA is technically the best version of that game that you can get. I think maybe the sound, I think maybe actually the audio isn't as good because it was formatted for Game Boy Advance versus coming out of a TV. Right. So I think the only thing that might suffer is um, the audio experience, audio if you will. Yeah. 
But I completely agree. And just like the few minutes that I watched of your stream when you started up that game, like the aesthetic of that game is amazing for an SNES. It's on an SNES, right? Yeah. Yep. Game. It's it doesn't have to be the most gra- I, I, I I think that's one of the things just even in, in the modern state of gaming that so many people focus on graphics and just the cleanest graphics and stuff like that. But then you can point out games like this or something like Wind Waker even that they're able to, to just do something unique that isn't maybe the most graphically advanced, but just still looks really good and really clean and sticks with people for years to follow. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, Ashley, you mentioned a little bit ago, greatest video game sins. What What is what is your guys' greatest video game sin? Like, you never played it, everybody in the world has played it, or you just never actually beat the game. You started it and just didn't beat it. What, what, what is your greatest, in your opinion, your greatest gaming sin? Oh, man. Here's the thing. I I entered this world in the 21st century. I I missed out on a lot of really good games that came out beforehand that I just haven't gotten around to either playing or beating. I think most of the original Mario catalog, just original Mario Bros, SMB3, Super Mario World, I haven't beat any of those games. And wow. I don't know why I haven't cuz I play I have played so many other Mario titles, but those those three specifically, I've kind of just looked at passively and just I've I've admired them. I've absolutely respected them, but I haven't gone out of the way to go and beat them. So if I had to say one gaming sin, I guess three, it would, it would be those three. <laughs> I guess forgiven the, uh, because of your age. I Yeah. That 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 has something to do with it. Uh, I would definitely recommend at least Super Mario World. I think that is the best Mario game we've ever seen. And I don't know if I don't know if I'm looking at that just with rose tinted glasses or anything, but at least I think it's the most replayable Mario game ever made. At least in my opinion. I actually I know you like SMB three the most. For sure. My favorite probably my one of my favorite games of all time is Super Mario Brothers three. Um, I play it often. The replayability for me is high. I also didn't have a Super Nintendo growing up, so I didn't beat Super Mario World until I was an adult. Um, but I can see how people would find that to be their favorite Mario game of all time. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, when Super Mario World came out, there was I, I was listening to a podcast years ago and they were talking about there was so much hype behind it when it was announced it, like SMW just had so much hype and it actually delivered on it. One yes. of the few times where like people are going crazy for a game, just wanting to get their hands on it. It came out and it absolutely delivered and everybody was freaking out. It's the greatest game ever made. And that's always that that's awesome to hear. Cause I think the previous, at least mainline entry would have been SMB three. So people are coming off of a high already of a really good game, right? Yeah, that's so. unheard of, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, so, my uh, my yeah. biggest gaming sin, I would say, I have a couple. One is GoldenEye. I have never touched that game in my life, nor have I watched more than two minutes of gameplay. I know the pause <laughs> music better than I know the lore of that game. <laughs> and it's great pause music, too. It's absolutely <laughs> great. It, it, it's a banger. Uh, so I'd love to play that one day. I'd love to get an original cartridge for my 
Nintendo 64. And then uh, my next one, which actually Bleachy's the one who made me realize this recently. I have not played any 3D Mario game except for the one playthrough I ever did in my life of uh, Mario 64. Never played Galaxy, mm. Odyssey, none of those games. Now that's a sin. What are, what are you <laughs> doing? <That is. laughs> that's you my should play Odyssey. I think you should play Odyssey. That's a good one. Is that the one that's with the moons? One. Yes. I'll consider it. Okay, you're not just considering this, Ashley. We're, we're, we're going to tie you down until you play through all of Odyssey. No. I I think each of us at some point in our stream should play through our greatest gaming sin game I mean, at some point. I, I think we should. I need to do this. It's... It can't be part of my personality anymore. I need. I need to go. Pa- I need to get past this point in my life. I totally agree. <laughs> so, so for for me, my greatest one is uh, never beating a link to the past. Wow, really? Uh, that's like everybody's. Ooh. Everyone's always like, it's the best Zelda game you can play. It still holds up to this day. Everyone says. Yes. Uh, I I know I've gotten maybe two or three temples in, which is so I'm not very far. Um. And that's probably my greatest gaming sin is never beating a link to the past. I'd be there for it if you played that game, not just as a huge Zelda fan, but just to see someone do the playthrough for the first time. It's just it's such an awesome game. I did play through a link between worlds. The 3DS game with that on 3DS. Yes. I loved that game that and I know the overworld is the same. As Link to the Past, same map, yes. but I I know the game is different though. But they use the same map. Uh, but a Link Between Worlds was is an amazing game that I don't think enough people played. I agree with because that because it was limited to a 3DS platform. I love the whole mechanic of being able to warp and all of that in that game. Um, I had no mm-hmm. expectations when I bought it. I just bought it because it was a Zelda game, and it consumed my life for a good couple of months because I thoroughly enjoyed it so much. I feel like the just there's quite a few games just on the 3ds that were released that were pretty good and it's just a shame that that's really not a thing anymore they're that kind of portability and that kind of gaming console just isn't a thing just isn't really normalized and it seems like gaming's kind of moving past that so there's mm-hmm. definitely games on that platform that i haven't been able to experience and i haven't been able to try that i really want to eventually because i feel like i'm missing out on some pretty good titles and they're closing down like the 3DS eShop and stuff, I think, like next year or in two years or something like that. Yeah, so eventually it'll be whatever's whatever hardware is left in, uh, you know, that's still being cycled out there through the used marketplace and stuff. Right. That's all that'll be as most as eventually will happen with all consoles and stuff. But there won't be any type of digital like get your last download or something like that <laughs> anymore. It's you'll just have to go on eBay and find hopefully find a good deal or something like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> So one other thing I have, I think I think would be a good thing for us to discuss here for the podcast. I think we need to establish a rating scale here. A rating okay? scale. Yeah, a rating scale. I think we should create something like, you know, a, a one through ten type rating scale. I don't I, I don't really like point fives, stuff like that. I think one, one through ten. But I think we need to like name these things if that makes sense to you so 
for for example, uh, we could say, and this would be used for us just talking about games that we're actively playing. Be like, okay, how would you rate that on the official arcade parlor scale rating system? Uh, there's got to be a better name for that. But uh, <laughs> how would you how would you rate that? That's the uh, name. Now. And, and you say, oh, that's a, that's a five out of ten. Be like, okay, five out of ten. So you're saying that this is a dumpster fire of a game <laughs> based off of our based off of our rating system. <laughs> so I think. Uh, I think it'd be fun for us to go ahead and list out a uh, 10 to one, what we think a rating system would be and how that would translate to uh, what that number means to us. Starting with maybe 10, uh, 10. I mean, is, is there anything we could say above like God tier or something like that for, for we, a rating we gotta system? We got to come up with something classic. We got to come up with something super good. Take, take some time. Hmm. God tier, that's so good. Like it's like Mount Olympus of mm-hmm. games. It's like it's like you'll never get a ten, right? <laughs> it would have to be super special. We're not using that word ever. <laughs> Nothing's joining the Pantheon anytime soon. <laughs> right. Like Pantheon. I think, I think at least ten. I think ten. I think God tier has to be ten. I don't know of another right. thing that would fit for it. That sounds good. Let me put, I'll put God tier for now. Uh, what do you guys think a number one is? Like literally the worst. You're scraping the bottom of the barrel. There's nothing even being scraped right now. Like, like what is like the worst? Like if you had to like, if somebody was like, yo, how would you rate um, circus peanuts? How's that? <laughs> oh we were talking about circus peanuts gosh. recently, that candy. <laughs> and obviously that's a one. <laughs> I mean, what are we talking about here? <laughs> See, I don't want to call it dumpster fire because at least a dumpster fire is interesting. <laughs> There's something True. going on there. I think a dumpster fire would maybe fit like maybe a a four or a three, maybe. <laughs> what do you think of that? I like dumpster fire for three. Dumpster you like dumpster three. fire for yeah. three? It's okay, bad, like but it, there's still just a pinch of interest because it's a fire. In a dumpster. <laughs> it's a fire. Okay. I like it. I like it. Okay, so so a three out of ten is a dumpster fire rating. I also have a suggestion <laughs> for two. Okay. Uh snooze fest. Snooze fest for two. That's a fun word in for that. That needs to be <laughs> Snooze Fest. Snooze Fest <laughs> for two. So basically you're you're if you're playing a two out of ten game, you're playing it. And you're just falling asleep. It's not grasping you at all, right? You're just whatever. This this is the most boring thing I've ever played. What's like a synonym for irrelevant? I feel like one would be so bad that it just doesn't even matter. Uh, let me look it up. <laughs> synonym irrelevant synonym. Oh, not the thesaurus. There like are forty six synonyms. <laughs> Gotta get technical. Okay, okay. Uh, what is this? inconsequential now that that's too that's too good it's too wordy in a pro pro in a propose wait did you say in a pro pro in a pro dude this is in a propose is what it says (laughs) (laughs) man this is an assault on my feelings it's in a pro pro to the max what 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 if just a one out of ten is just uh, like a steaming pile of poop yeah, that's a you one had out of to ten. bring what poop into it. 
steaming <laughs> pile of fecal matter. I like it. What, what do we say? That's just a, what a number one equates to. Writing this down. Steaming <laughs> pile, pile of writing this down of poop. <laughs> I think that's the perfect one out of ten. <laughs> okay, so what would be under God tier? What do you guys think? So we we have a four through nine still, um, or just just say something that you think could be something that's better than a dumpster fire, but not quite god tier. There's there's a lot of variation. In a there. gray sheet of paper. <laughs> this is the equivalent of just a gray sheet of paper. That's four. Would that be like a four? That's four. A four, four out of ten. That's four. Okay, a gray sheet of paper. Okay. That was great. <laughs> I, th- I think I think that's a good that. So it's a, that's a step up above a dumpster fire. Just a gray sheet of paper. <laughs> what about like a uh, just like a just like this is about as interesting as like an eggplant or something like that. Like, like a vegetable just that's just laying there. Something stupid. <laughs> it's about as interesting as an eggplant. That's a good one for five. You think so? I think that's so middle, like just eggplant. It, it, it just exists, right? right? It's not like it's not offensive. It's nothing amazing. It's just an eggplant. Just an eggplant. Put an eggplant for five. Going down okay. on the list. <laughs> this is the equivalent of an eggplant. <laughs> Dude, eggplants are gross, man. I'm gonna be real. I've. I, I know I've had an eggplant, but it's it's been so long, I can't remember what it even tastes like, to be honest. My very old old world Italian family will shun me for saying this, but I do not like eggplant parmesan. Or eggplant at all. Oh. Yeah, eggplant not even with a lot the parmesan? Italian dishes, oh my right. goodness. Mm-mm, not even with the parmigiana. I respect that. As the yeah. American I am. <laughs> Uh, what what else do you guys think? So we have starting from one, we have a steaming pile of poop. <laughs> Number two is a snooze fest. Three is a dumpster fire. Four is just a gray sheet of paper. <laughs> I love that one. Five is an eggplant. What's that? I said I love the gray sheet of paper. That's a great one. <laughs> I think it is. I think I think that's a good one. Um. So we're we're getting above average now. And this is this is above average now. We're 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 above five. Um, so in, in something that's like a little bit more positive, I think, is now what we got to start focusing towards. Positive, but kind of funny. Like six should be something like that, like a synonym for like peaking your interest. Interest peaked. Yeah. Interest what, peaked. What, is there is there like another word? Is there like a single word for something like that? Just like an eyebrow raise or something. I'm ra- yeah. Six is uh, just called I'm raising my eyebrow. <laughs> That's it. That's I like that. One. I'm raising my eyebrow now. How's that? Now. I like the now. I'm raising <laughs> yes. my eyebrow. Now you've got my interest. Now. <laughs> now. Now I am. Not before. But here we are. That that That's perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. Right above average. Okay. I'm, I'm starting to raise my eyebrow. This This is this is good. This is good. How about like possibly replayable? Possibly, oh, so like a replay of 
ability factor. Like mm. seven is like, wow, okay, I could actually see myself enjoying this. It's a seven. And we could, I mean, could seven just be a me and joy? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> like me and joy. Yes. <laughs> me. That'd be higher it, than it's seven. It's climbing up the ranks and I enjoy this. I feel like I feel eight like... and nine are above me and joy though. Yes, I agree. They're above it. Mm-hmm. What do we have that's above me and joy? This is going to be hard. Well, we have God tier, which is like the gold standard. I, and I think that, that that's pretty. I mean, yeah, I think that's that's pretty good. What is between me uh, and joy and God tier? Hmm. What would that be? Even... Trying to think of like uh, an abstract idea, like the feeling of like surprise pizza or something. You know, like you're just so excited. About it. Surprise. Surprised. <laughs> An 8 out of 10 is a surprise pizza. <laughs> I think I could get behind that. I mean, nobody will ever say you have a bad experience of surprise pizza, right? Surprise Every pizza, pizza is good fun. pizza, but surprise I, I think pizza that might... is better. Yeah. I think that's... or Yeah. Or what about... You, you got the curly fry... <laughs> In your in your steak cut ring. fries, the the onion ring in the fries. Onion How's ring. that? The onion Surprise ring in the fries. Onion ring in the fries. Yes, that's what it is. I I think that's the eight right there. Surprise! <laughs> Surprise. Everybody loves fries. Onion ring in, in the fries. In the fries. Perfect. <laughs> Perfection. Okay. And then that leaves us one last thing. Uh, so what's what's between God tier and the surprise onion ring in the fries? <laughs> There's not much room here. Not much room at all. <laughs> I just feel like there's so many games that would go into the nine category that are just like so close to like God tier is perfection. But if you're skating on the edge of that perfect. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Right. I don't. I don't know. Maybe Jackson, you got this one. No, I don't. I can't. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think, and I'm farting, dude. <laughs> Is that number nine? I'm farting. No, dude? that's. <laughs> wait, wait. What about probably farting? Taco. It's a clean wipe. It's a clean wipe. <laughs> clean, a clean wipe. It's <laughs> <That's> disgusting. <laughs> We already have one poop reference. I'm just joking. The the, the clean wipe is a <laughs> nine out of ten experience. Uh, there's a sense of euphoria with that. I do I do get it. <laughs> that's that's amazing. He looks like he's actually considering it. <sighs> no, I'm looking up the synonyms for something here. For clean wipe. For clean wipes. No, <laughs> I'm like googling like what 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 do people consider under God tier? But then you're getting other things like top tier. I don't want something that's called like top tier. That no, that's make lame. Sense. That that's that's boring. That's not us. It's gotta be exciting. Uh, I don't know why my, I keep going to food. I'm like thinking about like food is exciting. 
Don't, don't tell yourself otherwise. The bonus chicken nugget. You know? Bonus chicken nugget. <laughs> we got that surprise onion ring. I like I know, that. We already have love, that. We got to move the, on from the, food. The surprise onion ring in the fries. <laughs> so good. Man, I, I knew I knew the last one, whatever we decide, is going to be the hardest one to figure out. It's so hard. Hmm. Um. I mean, the 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 clean wipe is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty good. Albeit gross, it's uh. I mean, what what if we put the clean wipe down to like a a seven and bump every jump me bump me and joy and the surprise onion ring in the fries up to an eight and nine. That's fair. I, I think maybe that's the way to do it. I'm good with that. Because I, I want the surprise onion ring in the fries to be a nine. I think that's <laughs> that's pretty top tier. Almost nothing beats that. Nothing beats no. this moment. Besides just god tier. Seven is the clean wipe. Are we in agreement? Yep. Perfect. So the clean wipe. All right. So for our listeners, I will go through this one more time uh at 10 is considered god tier the number nine is the surprise onion ring in the fries number eight is me and joy uh seven the clean wipe six i'm raising my eyebrow now (laughs) five is eggplant four is a gray sheet of paper three is a dumpster fire Two is a snooze fest, and one is a steaming pile of poop. GG, y'all. This is the official. Hold on. What do we. What? The official arcade parlor rating system. The the OAPRS, the OARPS. Orbs. No, the, 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 the OPERS. It's the OPERS. <laughs> the official arcade part. It's, oh, that's, it's the OPER system. How's that? The OPERS. The OPERS. <laughs> OPERS. Oh, that, that's O-A-P-R-S. OPERS. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's we'll it. say, oh, we'll, then we'll just say, why, why don't you just OPER that for me? <laughs> What's your OPER on that? <laughs> oh, man. Don't think that could have gone any better. No. All right, we have the, we have our list here. I'll I'll make this shareable to us. I'll also make it I'll also make it shareable to our listeners in the Discord. Uh, if anybody wants to ever reference this to see what our rating system is, I will put in the Discord there as well. All right, let me pull up my notes here. All right. Um. Well, I think this is we're, we're we're coming close to on what our availability is here. So I think we're coming close to ending our very first episode here. There's a couple things uh, before we do go around the room here a little bit. Uh, first off, let me just remind you guys, at Arcade Parlor, you can find all your resources at ArcadeParlorCast.com. That'll take you to a landing page. It has a, has a direct link to our RSS feed. It also has uh, links to our social medias, as well as a Discord invite link. You can go in there. You can hop in the Discord. We're gonna be Discord's gonna be the fast, the best way to find updates. We'll be posting there. We'll be interacting with you guys there as well. So definitely jump in that Discord uh, and uh, be part of the community. We'd love it there. Um, 
Again, we also do offer coming to our next episode. We you can send an email to email at arcadeparlorcast.com. Email at arcadeparlorcast.com. Send in a topic of discussion you want us to talk about, or just a just a question. If you have a question about for one of us or for all of us, send it in, and you might be featured in our next episode. And then, last but not least, uh, we also are bringing in the voicemail feature. Uh, and that phone number, let me pull it up here. That phone number is 402-915-1082. Again, 402-915-1082. You call that, you'll go directly to voicemail. Uh, go ahead and leave your voicemail. We'll listen to it. We'll play it on stream or on on, on our next uh, podcast here. And then we will answer whatever questions or just talk about why this person even called in. <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever the reason you decided to call in for. I react. Uh, definitely go there. Uh, and this is concluding our final, ep- our, our very first episode of RK Parlor. Before we go, uh, we'll go around the room here. Everyone, feel free to self-promo whatever you might be working on. You can self-promo your stream where we can find you. Uh, you can also, whatever what other projects you're working on that you want to get out there that people you, you want people to listen to. Uh, we'll start, Ashley, you want to go ahead? Sure. You can find me on twitch.tv slash Ashley spelled A-S-H-L-E-E underscore F-L. Uh, it's also my handle for my Twitter and my Instagram. Currently streaming Tuesday and Thursday nights regularly at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, I'm mostly playing Super Mario Maker 2. I throw in a little bit of a weird game called Papers, Please. And I'm also doing some retro Disney stuff at night as well. Um, and you can also find me on TikTok, Ashley with two E's underscore Florida spelled out. Perfect. Uh, Jackson, what about you? What do you got going on? I have so much going on. You can find me at twitch.tv slash bleachy underscore B. I'm streaming at random times because who needs a schedule? <laughs> uh, that's about it. I mean, I, I will say this. Both Ashley and I are in the middle of a sub goal for this month of September. So if you are watching this I mean, sorry, listening to this uh, within the current month. Check us out. We're doing some fun things. We're going to be doing some nice challenges together and potentially eating some butter live on stream. Awesome. Uh, And then me, you can find me twitch.tv slash Pancho Taco. Just Google Pancho Taco. You'll pretty much find all my links right there, actually. Uh, I, I guess my I've been my name is unique enough and I've been on Twitch long enough that my name just comes up on all the social medias as soon as you Google it, which is which, which is easy <laughs> for me to advertise. But twitch.tv slash Taco streaming Sundays, Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern. A lot of retro stuff right now. Getting into some ROM hacks. And of course, GeoGuessr every Sunday night. Always an absolute blast playing that. Um, that's what I got going on. Uh, of course, yeah, I'm on TikTok and stuff like that. I post funny clips and stuff, uh, but that's where you can find me. And oh, 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 oh! And starting this month on Mondays, my wife PTW will be playing until dawn. So tune in on Mondays uh, on the stream. Yes. She'll be playing until dawn as part of the sub goal from last month. It's gonna be a great time. Gonna be a great time. He's a gem. I'm excited for it. It's, it's a great game. Really fun game. Okay, well, I think that's gonna wrap it up for us. Uh, Ashley Jackson, thank you so much for joining on this very, or for co, I should say not joining, but just co-hosting with me, uh, on this, our very first episode of Arcade Parlor. Um, we'll see you guys next month. 
Yeah, we're glad to be here and we're glad to stay around. Thank you all for listening in. Bye-bye. See ya. Yeah.